Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. And I'm Justin Grant. And I'm Maddie Cassidy. And like we said, these in-between weeks, we are doing some housekeeping or announcements or things like that. And today we have a cool announcement because we are talking about GOAL, the GOAL Conference, which is an annual conference that is put on by the GAA. And we brought on the best person to talk about this. And that is the person who organizes it, Steve Headland. And we just finished up our conversation. It was super cool. He talked all about kind of the history of goal, what's going to be there, why people should go, and the registration is now open. So This year, goal is happening in Chennai, India, which will be really amazing. It's the first time that goal has been in India. So Yeah, there's a lot of hype for it. People yeah. in India are like it's, really stoked. Yeah, it's pretty hyped up. So the conference is taking place from October 21st through October 24th. And as Chandra said, registration's now open. It's officially open. And there's an early bird discount rate through the end of June. So if you're listening to this before June 30th and you're interested in registering for goal, you can go to aquaculturealliance.org slash goal to register with the discount. And if you want an even bigger discount, then you can become a member of GAA. The membership discount is something like $600 off your registration it's fee it's huge it's so a huge discount it's totally worth becoming a member because not only will you get the discount but you get so many other things along with your membership too right and you can do that by going to aquaculturealliance.org slash membership and we talked about this but we're going to be at goal and if you are planning on going hit us up let us know we can meet up while we're there email us at podcast at aquaculturealliance.org or find us on twitter at aquademiapod or give us a call, leave us a message, 1-603-384-3560. And as always, please leave us a five-star review and uh, leave us a rating. We want to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. I hope you guys enjoy our conversation with Steve, and we'll talk to you at the end. Let's talk about seafood. Welcome to the Aquademia Podcast. Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood. This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a lot of experience and are unafraid. Aquademia is your go-to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood. For this week, we're sitting down with Steve Headland who is our communications manager here at GAA, and we're here to talk about the Goal Conference. Can you give us a rundown on what the Goal Conference is, Steve? Of course. So, Goal... People forget, but GOAL stands for... It's actually an acronym. (laughs) It's another acronym. This this, this seafood world is full of acronyms. (laughs) It's the Global Outlook for Aquaculture Leadership. It's been around since 2001, and it's an annual gathering of thought leaders in aquaculture. The idea is to address the major challenges and opportunities facing aquaculture. So it started out as a more... Oh, more intimate event with about 50 to 100 people. And it's grown to around 500 attendees from a diverse mix of industry segments. So, When did you start working? So background for listeners. Yeah. Steve basically, he works with our coworker Sally, and they basically put the whole thing together. Let's be honest. You guys, right. are, you guys <laughs> right. are the driving right. force behind this. Right. Um, we think about a year round. Yeah. So, so when... Yeah. What year did you start working on Goal? Because you said it's been around since 2001. Yeah, 2012. But I came in about two or three months before the next Goal. So my involvement was 
wasn't, you know, I uh, moderated a discussion, basically. But then right after that, Sally and I started planning for Goal 2013 in Paris. And that's when I really got involved in, especially in developing the program. Right. I think it's interesting that the goal is, the goal conference is in a different country every year. Correct. Right. So where have, where has it been in the last few years? We don't need to say all of them. I don't know. <laughs> you probably could. No. Well, it, it, it jumps around between uh, Asia, North America, and um, Europe. Okay. And it's pretty consistently in Asia. We're in India for the first time in Goal's 20-year history this year, but that's also the 10th time that Goal has been in Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Obviously, because there's so much production in Asia. But since 2013, it's been Paris, Ho Chi Minh City, Vancouver, Guangzhou, Dublin, um, Ecuador, Ecuador. Ec- yeah, yeah. Guayaquil, and now in Chennai. And then do you know where it is next year, too? We do, but we're not announcing it. Okay. So. It's a surprise. Right. All right. So for our listeners, if you need to attend Goal this year to find out yeah, where Goal exactly. 2020 is going to be. Absolutely. I may know. I may not know. I don't know. I'd cut that out. I, I know. <laughs> 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 well, we like to surprise the audience. The, uh, we almost always announce it at the at the conference. At the so. end of the conference. Exactly. Yeah. The first goal I went to was China. And right. I missed most of it because I had a table outside the main room, so I didn't really see any of it. <laughs> and then I went to Dublin, and I missed most of that because we were also doing an auditor training course at the same time in the same building. Right. So I'm really, and I didn't go last year, so I'm really excited to go this year and actually see some of the conference and participate in the conference because I haven't gotten a chance to see it. So tell us about what's new this year. What is the goal of goal, the goal goal? this year (laughs) and why should people go well as i said we always address the major challenges and opportunities facing aquaculture but the topics that we focus on tend to be topics that are of relevancy to where we are number one and number two you know what's what's timely one of the great things about the goal program is we put it together ourselves which gives us a lot of flexibility in terms of timeliness and relevancy. So this year, a lot of the topics will be um, marketing is one. We discuss marketing in, in depth at Goal 2018. Marketing in of what? Like- yeah, marketing of, of our products, okay. particularly shrimp. There are situations where there's an oversupply of certain products, particularly shrimp, and these products don't really have a home. And it's, it's that production is growing but demand isn't growing at the same rate. And much of that is due to a lack of marketing to consumers. It also has to do with improvements in supply chain and cold chain and other things too. It's not only about consumers. But historically, this industry hasn't put a lot of time and money toward marketing. So we um, we know at, at, at Goal and in India, which is the world's largest shrimp exporter, that we'll be talking a lot about creating demand where demand doesn't exist, particularly for shrimp. If this is a great opportunity, we, we all want this. I, I can't imagine there's anyone at the conference or anyone in the industry that doesn't want this. It's just a matter of getting the right people together in the same room to, to try to figure this out. These are the types of issues that we discuss at Goal that no one person or no one organization can deal with on their own. Um, it takes consensus building across you know many thought leaders. So so marketing's one. I think antibiotic use in aquaculture. Yeah, that's always a big yeah. 
conversation. <laughs> it is. It is. And and as well as uh, antimicrobial resistance in humans yep. is, is becoming a hotter and hotter topic, one mm-hmm. that we don't really quite understand the effects of. So, and again, getting back to marketing, you know, consumer expectations of food is, is only growing and it should be. So addressing how we can talk about responsible use of, of antibiotics or even cutting out antibiotics together is, is something that we'll definitely get into in, in Chennai in October. Yeah, I imagine that'll be a pretty popular talk. I, I think so, for sure. Yeah. So what other opportunities are there for, I mean, it's a, it's a conference. So you go to Goal, you have the big ballroom where you can see some of the keynote speakers and there's some breakout sessions where you can see other speakers but what else, what other opportunities are there at this conference well in addition to the to the plenary in the morning and the breakouts in the afternoon there are a lot of social and networking events as always and we we take them seriously isn't the right word but we put a lot into ensuring that the attendee has a good experience that's really important to us because the better experience they have at these social networking events the more they get done and the more they want to come back the next year because these things that we're talking about you can't get to the bottom of it in four days of a conference you need to build relationships and sometimes that happens over drinks and not in the plenary when there's a lot of um, lecturing and listening. Is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's important to establish those those types of relationships. So you can, when you come away from the conference, you can check back in with that person or those people and try to move the dial on a, on a particular topic. And I think, you know, having a having a conference that's not all about lecturing and listening is is really important, yeah. especially in this day and age. You can't you can't expect it. People start to tune out after a while, right. too. I mean, we've all been to conferences, yeah, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I need some other way to interact. Yeah, yeah. So. And I know we've talked about that, too, kind of trying try yeah. to get creative with the ways that we can get some more interaction or a little something other than lecturing in front of, you know, on a microphone. Right, so. right. And that's our job as as a conference planner. We need to it's we kind of put it on a show a bit, you know, and I never Absolutely. really thought of it that way early on. But, you know, the more I've dealt with with Sally Kruger and the more I've learned from attendees and it, you just you, you learn that, you know, you're there to put on a show. And uh, not just uh, deliver education, edutainment. We like to call it. Yeah, that's how we try. <laughs> there we go. That's how we like to describe the podcast: edutainment. Yeah. Well, we're doing something right because our attendee, our attendance continues to grow for goal, not the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> to switch over time, we're, yeah. not, we're not talking about us. We're talking about goal. Yeah. <laughs> over time, it has for sure. It, it has evolved. I mean, it, and then it depends on what year. You know, it depends. Yeah, it could where depend you, on location and exactly. Um, yeah, and you choose the location strategically each year, right? Yeah, and also. It has to do with, from our organization's perspective, sort of where where we think we we need to be for both GAA and and best aquaculture practices. That is one of the factors in deciding where to hold goal. So, but overall, it's really we're we're going where the action is. Yeah. We were in Ecuador last year because there's just so much activity and excitement there, and we're in in India this year because they're just they they continue to be a bigger and bigger player on in the global seafood scene so and people have been super excited that we're coming there right yeah i think so i there's a lot of business there and what goal has always been pretty good at is you know for an attendee you can go and attend the conference and learn and network and then you go visit your suppliers 
yeah. while you're there, they can quote unquote double dip. So that's something we've we've always thought about when deciding where where to hold goal is an opportunity for people to you know a lot of these guys and gals have to make a trip there at some point in the year anyways. So why not you know try to do both maximize the trip? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm sure some of our listeners are going to be excited on how they can register or if they want to attend this event. What, where can we send them? The best place to go is the goal webpage on the GAA website. And there you can find instructions on how to register. It's pretty easy. We just refurbish the registration process. So GAA user, now you need a free user account to access the GAA user portal. But once you do, there's a tab called events in the user portal where you can start the registration process. And we'll, a- we'll link to that in the show notes too. So. And it, it has been, as you mentioned, Steve, we've re, re-imaged the whole registration process. So it should be much easier and user-friendly. But there's also, if you need support or, or have trouble, fun- there's a chat function so people can get the support they need to complete their registration. Is there any benefits to registering early? Uh, there is. The early registration rate ends June 30th. And then there's another, then late registration starts on September 15th. So there are three sets of registration fees to incentivize people to to sign up early. early. Because there's a a cap. We can only do so many at the hotel uh, in Chennai, which is the Leela Palace, beautiful facility. And the better we know who's attending, the the more we can plan ahead and the better the conference goes. So that's that's why we do it that way. It helps everyone to register early. You get to save some money. We can figure out our cap and organize things to... to maximize the experience to the guests and the attendees. so And registration is open now. It's okay. open now. Okay. And, it, and it's also worth noting that we, and we really incentivize people to become members. That's really what we want. Yeah. Is I mean, it's a pretty membership. hefty discount for members. Very, correct? very. Yeah. It's well worth it. So we encourage Yeah, the discount that you get is more than what a membership costs. What an individual membership costs. Exactly. So it's yeah. really, it's a no-brainer. So if you're planning on coming and you're not a member, get your head right. And then you can also get extra Aquademia stuff, too, by doing that. Yeah, yeah extra content, yeah. Access to the member toolkit. It's a lot of benefits. For sure. So super excited because I finally get to see. You went last year, right? I sure did. I was in Ecuador last year. You did year. a lot of filming last year, at, and, I, and so you saw a bunch of the conference, and you went to the gala. That was yeah, my Justin first, that and was I sat, sat next to each other at the gala. We did? Yeah. Adorable. We did. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes! <laughs> Justin was walking around filming the whole time. <laughs> I, was in, I was in film world. But yes, Ecuador is my first real... I was at in Dublin... But just like Sean, I was at the auditor training, so I got some of the keynote presentation and in the, the intro, and then obviously we were at the gala for that event, which was amazing. And then Ecuador, I got to sit through much more of the the conference because I had to be everywhere and get some video footage, and it was that was my first real taste. And yeah. man, it was enjoyable. And, and you and saw the cooking competition, right? Yeah, is that co- happening again? It is. So and what is what's that all about? Tell us about that. Well, it's a student chef competition. We team up with a local culinary institution and. We bring a gentleman from World Chefs Association. He's great. His name is George Smith. He's a friend of Mike Berthat, who's an associate of ours. And so, and who knows, who's done dozens and dozens of student chef cooking competitions, and he knows how to do them right. So we have an application process, and then we whittle it down to a few finalists, usually three, and uh, we hold the competition right before the conference. But 
This year, we're holding the competition on-site at the Leela Palace. So there'll be a mobile kitchen, and then we get to invite attendees to watch, which it's a lot of fun. That's pretty And cool. it's enthusiastic. It's like Top Chef. Think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Mini Top Chef. Mini Top Chef. Yeah, <laughs> and usually we only get to see it. We'll go, and we'll, and we'll capture it on uh, film, which is what Justin did last year. And yep. then we'll, we'll play it during the plenary for all to see, and then we'll have a ceremony announcing the winner. But this year, to... To see that excitement is good. We don't, you know, I think what was really heartwarming about last year is we were we were there at the Culinary Institution in Guayaquil and they had an audience there with family members and yep. friends and we weren't expecting that and they were so hospitable That's and they cool. really not took it seriously, but they they were into it more, you know, more so than we expected. That's and, cool. What's and the that was, what's the prize? And how how do you judge how do you become a judge? That's what I want. <laughs> I know. You just want to eat food. You need to be a culinary yeah, I just professional want to taste it. chef. I'm, yeah. Professional eater. My, my belly can <laughs> back me up on that. Is there a prize? What is there, there is. There are three prizes, not just for first place. So the prizes change each year, but they definitely involve an experience. So we bring the winner to like a five-star restaurant and do essentially an entrepreneurship for four or five days. And it can be a life-changing experience for a student chef, just giving that he or she the opportunity to, to really meet people they may not otherwise be able to meet you know it, these gifts are, are donated to us so we we try to use our our connections in 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 the industry we have our colleagues have years and years of experience in seafood and they've met a lot of people over the years so you know we ask these favors but really our goal is just to to get in with the local culinary institutions to try to get responsible aquaculture on the on the curriculum make connections there number one and number two just you know it's, it's a goodwill gesture giving a student chef an opportunity to grow an opportunity that they might not otherwise be able to have yeah we'll put a link in the show notes for the video that i put together for last year's student chef cook-off if you like what you see and our attending goal then you can now watch this live yeah there's a bunch of goal footage that we can share with everyone yeah, there's a couple of videos on the registration page so we can check out, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a plethora of clips from previous goals. And then, you know, we'll also send a link to the specific yeah. chef cook-off. That was a lot of fun to film. Yeah. And uh, like Steve said, the audience was very enthusiastic. A lot of it was family members. So, of course, they're like, come on, you're going to win. You're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting to, to have this live event. I'm excited to see the twist that we're going to be putting on it this year. And speaking of awards, there's also another award that happens at Goal, the Aquaculture Innovation Award. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Of course. Yeah. So it's the seventh annual Global Aquaculture Innovation Award this year. Uh, George Chamberlain started it, well, 2012, launched with uh, Novus Aquaculture being the first sponsor. And the idea basically is to recognize individuals or organizations who are going above and beyond what would be considered, you know, baseline best practices. And this idea came actually from GA Standards Oversight Committee. Certain members, uh, particularly Don Purchase and Michael Tlusty, had this idea. You know, let's, we can, we have this awesome venue and goal. Let's recognize someone for the work that they've done. So we have an application process and get about 30 to 40, maybe 50 applicants, and we narrow it down to three. And the top three come to goal to present, and the audience picks a winner. Which is which is a new approach that we took last year, and it are, seemed to be very. Are those popular, applications so. still open? Yes, yes. Okay. We just launched 
the application process, and it'll be open until about June 30th. Okay. So we still have time to submit the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we get all sorts. It's it's wide open. It could be related to environmental responsibility. could be related to social responsibility and worker rights. could be related to animal health and welfare. It's, It's really wide open. It just has to do with responsible aquaculture. So we get all sorts of applications. And again, just like the student chef cooking competition, it's about recognition. You know, these these finalists get profiled in the Global Aquaculture Advocate. Um, they, they get mentioned by the other news media outlets that are attending goals. So it's really what we can bring to the table is recognition because we, we have the audience here at GA. So a lot of what we do is just bringing people together and sometimes competitions are just are a good fun way to do that so has a whole interactive piece yeah you know sure. with that with the app that goes along with the conference so now people can participate in polls and obviously you can network vote for winners too can't you connect with other people or? yeah it's yes you can yeah I love it. I I stumbled across a vendor that I was I've been very happy with. It's very easy to use. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the first year that we did it, people were it was new. You know, people are used to holding a print product in their hands. Yeah. Mm. I get it. I have a media background, but <laughs> the app has really been so um, people are able to interact in ways that they weren't able to interact yeah. before. Yeah. The future is now. <laughs> um, do you know who the keynote speakers are? Are we releasing that? Is that no, I'm still trying to get confirmations that, but I can tell you we're working on bringing in three keynote speakers. One would be more of an industry captain type, a thought leader who would be very recognizable to those in the audience. Two would be someone from outside what I call the seafood bubble, someone who can has knowledge in a particular area. So uh, Outside the vacuum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're looking at some economists to come in and talk about trends within the global economy and kind of forecast how he or she s- sees the next year or two playing out. That'll be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love those types of speakers because these are people. These are new, these people are new to us. It makes right. you think different. It's different a different fresh perspective. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then I have another one that I've just about confirmed, but someone with background in uh, nutrition and diet and mm-hmm. how it relates to sustainability. Again, sort of a big picture person who we may not otherwise hear from. So Cool. I mean, I think that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about. Did, is there a reason people should go to Goal over some other conferences? I mean, there's a lot of conferences that happen around the, the world in seafood just in general and ocean sustainability and all these different conferences. What makes Goal stand out? I think the relevancy, because you know we're we're in a sector that where there's a lot of change and it's it's often disruptive. It's it's constantly constantly evolving. So we try to get the goal conference to reflect that. We're trying to stay out ahead of the curve at the conference. If we can identify and discuss emerging issues that may not be on attendees' radar and... But should be. But should be, I think then we're doing what we should be doing. You know, a lot of our... I mean, I think about seafood buyers. We get a fair amount of seafood buyers who, you know, buy seafood for retail and food service companies and they're there. They've got a lot of other things to worry about. They don't have as much time as we do at GAA to talk about emerging issues. They've got a lot of other things to worry about. So the benefit for them to come to goal and to hear about these emerging issues so that they can stay out ahead of them, because these are issues that might be coming down the pike in two to three years. 
and may not really affect their sales right now, but we know that they're going to affect their sales. So if we can identify those issues, talk about them, and provide an environment for consensus building, then we feel like we've accomplished what we set out to accomplish. That's really, that's really, really important to us, and something George Chamberlain has said over and over and over again. And I don't think he could be more right because the other conferences you might go, you might learn a little bit, and then in three months you forgot. You know, yeah. this 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 has never been what goal is about. It's about staying out ahead. It's about consensus building. It's about networking. And I, I look at it as a year round thing. I know it's only four days in a year, but not we, for you. Well, no, not for me. <laughs> but even the, even the people. I mean, if, if we think about the production survey that we do, and that the result is two presentations, one on shrimp and one on finfish, uh, with exclusive production data and analysis. That's something you can't get at any other conference. With data and analysis, that's that's more timely than what the FAO is is able to offer. And I get requests for those two presentations year-round as much right now as I did six or nine months ago. So I think that just speaks to the shelf life of, of this information. This is something that the things that you get from goal, you can add into presentations that you give to your colleagues or to customers or to or your suppliers or whomever year-round. It really has a lot of, a lot of what we do has a lot of shelf life to it. And I think, you know, even though I always, I'm always thinking about goal year round, people are always referring back to it because they thought, oh, I remember I learned that at goal and uh, I can add this into a presentation that I'm giving. So I think it has relevancy year round. The best conferences tend to. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. And it, what's cool is it's not like we were talking about. It's not just talks or dinners. Um, you do a lot of times you try to find a couple of tours as well while people are in the local area, right? Right, exactly. With being able to see firsthand something that might be cutting edge, I, you know, it really, I, our tours are always well attended and they tend to fill up pretty yeah, quickly. And they're so. usually like either farms or processing plants yes. or something like that. Exactly, exactly. It's cool. Mostly farms and processing plants, but going to see a farmer processing plant that's applying best practices is, you know, it's it's a great learning, hands-on learning experience yep. for the attendee. Yeah. So, for sure. You guys have anything else you want to say about goal? I'm really excited to go. This will be your first right? goal. This is my second. Second goal. Oh, you went to mm-hmm. Ecuador. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. But that was I'm a great really week excited. for me. I was in the office, like, I was literally one of, like, four people in the office. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of nice. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited. We're all going to be down there, and we're going to be recording while we're there. We're going to meet with a whole bunch of people. Steve's going to get me the list as people of course. register. So if you register, I'm going to see your name. So if, you wanna, if you're planning on coming to Goal and you like the show and you'd like to maybe meet up and talk about the show or maybe talk on the show, shoot us an email. Yeah, podcast. if you're scared to give a review on the computer and would rather do it in person, yeah. find <laughs> the person with the microphone you want to come with a camera and you can tell us face to come to grab face. us by the, by the shirt collar and scream in our face about... How awesome we are, that's fine. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, shoot us an email, podcast at aquaculturealliance.org and let us know you're going and we'll set up some time, do some meetups and it'll be, it'll be a good time. And we'll of course, sure Steve will be there too to sign autographs and answer questions and... <laughs> And, yeah, uh, you see someone running around like crazy. That's yeah, that's me. You usually <laughs> you usually can't catch him until the the second to last hour on the last day when he's just slumped in the corner. And then <laughs> uh, the best <laughs> nap of my life is the nap the Thursday afternoon after goal <laughs> ends. I just 
literally pass out. Yeah, I because, imagine. Because, uh, you know. That we, must feel so good. It does feel, it feels really good. And we're getting better and better at doing these. They used to be all-nighters back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, those days are gone, but you're still very, very tired. It's, it's a stressful. It's, yeah. It's really stressful putting on something like this, but I think the fact that you do stress so much about it is testament to how how well it goes because you put a lot of work into yeah, it. So thank you. you do a great job. We're really excited. If you want to attend Goal or learn more about it, check out the link in the show notes to sign up and become a member to save some money. And with that, I'm Sean O'Loughlin. And I'm Justin Grant. And I'm Maddie Cassidy. And this is Steve Hedlund. Thank you so much, Steve, for, for coming on. We really appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Folks, that was our conversation with Steve Hedlund. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I always love talking with Steve. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, he puts a lot of work into this conference every year. I mean, he literally really is working on this all year. He Um, eats, sleeps, and breathes gold. Yeah, he busts his butt, and uh, he deserves that nap that he... That he cherishes <laughs> once it's over. <laughs> yeah. And he does a really good job. It's a, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of the conference, but I've been there and I've seen the inner workings of it. And it's just, it's, it's a very well done. It's a well oiled machine at this point. It's the 20th conference. Yeah. And people take a lot out of it. So mm-hmm. if it's, if you're on the fence about it or you don't know about it, but it sounds intriguing, I strongly recommend you check it out. It'll be a blast and a half and we will be there so why would you not (laughs) right all right guys i hope you enjoyed the show and look out for the second part of the tilapia species spotlight episode next week with steve hart and we'll talk to you then we'll talk to you next time bye bye